Hey everybody, it's the weekend. You made it. Great job. My name's Todd Mitchell. This is the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast. Each week, I casually observe the game industry. I bring you back things I think are worth talking about based on what I've read, what I've played, what I've seen on Twitter. Luckily, we're not going to talk about Twitter too much today because it's been relatively quiet, at least in terms of games. Uh, If you're into crazy politics, you should probably head that way and not stay here because we ain't doing it tonight. So we're going to talk about games with gold. We're going to talk about PlayStation Plus, Warren Spector, talk to the press, all sorts of cool stuff. And let's dig right in. Here we go. Before we get too far, I want to bring up Amazon.com, which, as you guys know, is a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, This will be a different spot than normal because they're actually having a huge digital sale for video games right now. I've got a list of games, which includes things like Just Cause 3 for $9.99, PlayStation 4, that's great. What else have we got? The Battlefield Bundle for Xbox One, $29.99, which is a cheap entry point for that game. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection, Xbox One, digital, $10. Uh, Even my wife loves Mega Man. I know you guys are going to go grab a couple of these games. Put in an extra stop over at CodeWritePlay.com. Use that as your entry point to Amazon. Click the banner at the top of the page. Your prices will not change at all. Your experience will not change at all. We really appreciate it. It's a free way to help the show. And uh, you get it right back in the better experience you'll get, the improved quality, the frequent shows, and we will appreciate it so, so much. So again, that's Amazon.com through CodeWriteplay. These are just a few stories that have been trending on different websites, collected from around the web. No Man's Sky is in the news. And my bullet point here says, Floating Orb Multiplayer added to No Man's Sky. This is literally... There has been an update to No Man's Sky where if you run into another player online, they appear on your screen as a floating orb. Ladies and gentlemen, when I first got into games journalism, one of the first things I did was, I think it was a 2015 end of year list of predictions for indies to watch in 2016. And I sure enough put No Man's Sky near the top of the list Boy, we were all fooled. <laughs> uh, this is this is a divisive topic because a lot of people really swear by No Man's Sky, and there's no good reason for that. This game seems ridiculous in every way. Um, I was a big supporter. I thought this was going to be huge, and here we are this long after launch, and we are celebrating floating orbs. Boy, but if, if you want to read the story, that's at gearnuke.com. Link on the website. Uh, see for yourself they even change colors it's like blue if you're outside of a ship or green if you're inside a ship so that's a big big feature for no man's sky the snes classic is available again for pre-order oh wait it's sold out again this these uh nintendo collector miniature edition uh game throwbacks this this was a cool idea when it seemed like they were going to make enough of these things for all of us to play them i've seen an an nes classic one time in person because i had a friend who stood outside a store for hours and hours on launch night to get one um it's a neat product it is not worth all of this 
and the SNES is going to be the same story. It's a cool thing, but not if you have to camp outside Best Buy for it. It's, I'm sorry, it's it's just not... You can play all of these games so easily, and I'm not telling you to do anything wrong. Um, I am telling you, even if you want to go to uh, your local vintage game trader uh, here in the Midwest, we've got Slackers. Wherever you go for games, man, this stuff is still very easily acquired. And if you are of the type that you don't mind playing these things online through downloading them, uh, even easier. I don't get what Nintendo thinks is going to happen. I get that they're selling out. This just, man, for the amount they're making, it seems like a waste of time for everybody. Hey, if I got one for Christmas, I, you know, I'd, I'd be thrilled, but I wouldn't expect anyone to go through the kind of trouble that is required to get one of these things. I just don't get it. But <laughs> you, uh, you see all kinds of stories about this pop up every time Amazon gets three of them or Walmart gets two of them. I don't get it. Uh, For Honor has been discounted deeply because it's not that fun. Warren Spector has spoken to the press ahead of PAX Dev, and that's because PAX Dev is a conference where um, it says the press is excluded. I don't know entirely what that means. They go out of their way not to let journalists in. I don't know. Uh, But Warren Spector, who is a... He's a lifer in the game industry, basically. He's been around for decades now. He is uh, almost traditional retirement age now at like 61. But he's going to be giving the keynote presentation at PaxDev. I am a big fan of Warren Spector. He's made a lot of cool old games. He's also made some fun newer stuff. Worked on like the Epic Mickey series and just... he's, He's been really all over the place. But he has made very cool games that people love. He's given great interviews throughout his entire career. You should read anything you run into, and this story for gamesindustry.biz is no exception. He talks about philosophy and legacy and the idea that he's slowly aging out and leaving the gaming core demographic behind each with each passing year. It's, it's thought-provoking, it's moving, it's inspirational. By all means, check out this interview with Warren Spector on gamesindustry.biz. Very cool stuff. NPR (laughs) has run a story on the possibility that Call of Duty is hurting your brain. So the story is that a formal study has been done on gamers. They were trying to investigate whether different types of games affected your brain differently. And I don't know why they did this because, of course, of course, games affect your, your brain differently based on what they are. So as some of us might have suspected, People who do nothing but play first-person shooters, that's not having a super positive effect on your brain. The study says people who spend a certain amount of time playing action games like this in a controlled setting will lose gray matter in the hippocampus, the part of the brain responsible for spatial navigation, stress regulation, and memory. Alright, so... And they, they quoted somebody who said there are certain reasons for this. When I read this, I immediately thought... uh no shit, because it's it's pretty well established that if there's a major change in your brain or affecting your brain, your brain sort of rewires itself. And it does this for very different reasons. When you learn things, your brain starts to behave differently. If you are horribly injured, your brain starts to do things differently. If you lose your sight, your hearing might, might become more effective. If you lose your hearing, your sight might become better. 
And these are not strictly because you may rely on certain things more. However, and the neurologists or the specialists they, they quoted basically uh, said just this. She said, people who play these games for a long period of time, the interesting thing is they're actually using the minimap on the screen to navigate. And that very activity causes your spatial navigation to sort of atrophy because you don't have a minimap in real life. And when you start relying on one and your, your brain has a reasonable simulation of running around and finding your way, uh, that does cause a measurable change in the brain. And again, for all we know, it's shifting that power elsewhere, but it starts to cause that, that spatial navigation section of the brain to atrophy. Okay, fine. I mean, like I said, you can just skip over to uh, like scientificamerican.com and find, you know, find an article about neuroelasticity and how, you know, people who become disabled in one way become superhuman in another. This is well established. The part where games affect the brain differently shouldn't be any surprise. So it's fun to write about. It's fun to talk about. I don't know what they really think they accomplished with this. I, I didn't go as far as the actual study. I stopped at NPR and, you know, <laughs> NPR going after uh, Call of Duty uh, wasn't super surprising to me. Like, I don't think they would have written about this uh, if they were talking about Undertale, but, <laughs> but that's fine. So again, not only will I send you to this NPR article on the website, I will also put up a Scientific American article demonstrating that, yes, of course, the brain can uh, change based on what it's doing more of or what it doesn't have to do as much of. Yes, of course, the brain is always changing. Mike.com has run a story asking if you should still play Destiny 1 or wait for Destiny 2. And this is a trick question, of course, because you should not play Destiny 1 or Destiny 2. And I don't feel bad for saying that because Destiny is a shooter for people who don't like shooters. And it's an RPG for people who don't like RPGs. Very quickly, let's talk games with gold. Uh, on the Xbox One, you can download Slime Rancher, which I really haven't checked out. It looks kind of silly. They're pushing it really hard for some reason. I don't know if their developer is spending advertising money with them or what exactly is going on, but they're pushing this like it's the second coming of Christ. Um, so if you want to see what all the fuss is about, uh, play Slime Rancher and let me know because I uh, I can't guarantee I'm ever going to try that. I did, I did download it because free, but uh, can't say I've spent a lot of time with it. Trials Fusion, August 15th. The Trials games, the Trials series is amazing. It's a dirt bike game where you're, um, it's a 3D game, but the gameplay itself is in 2D and really cool physics uh, game. I love the series. I don't like Fusion as much as I've liked the previous games. But again, for free, you should make sure you check that out. You'll probably enjoy playing a couple of times and then you may sort of move on to other things, but definitely pick up Trials when it comes up and Slime Rancher if you care. On the Xbox 360 or on the Xbox One through backward compatibility, you can get Bayonetta right now. So I've played Bayonetta and it is pretty cool. It's been, man, it's been years since I've played it, but it's it's a good, a good pickup. And then on the 15th, you can grab Red Faction Armageddon, which I have not played, but it seems like it's uh, probably cool enough to play, especially for free. Let's move on to PlayStation Plus for our PlayStation cousins. 
I, I just, I personally don't know that many people with PlayStations. I know you're out there. Um, I don't really weigh in on the Xbox versus PlayStation thing. It, I could just as easily do PlayStation stuff, I'm sure. So if you're on PlayStation Plus, you've got PS4 games, Just Cause 3. That comes up again. Assassin's Creed, Freedom Cry. I should have looked into this further. I don't honestly know what Freedom Cry is. It says standalone game on the cover. That doesn't mean a lot to me. So, I mean, was this a movie tie-in or what? I don't know. But if you're a fan, go ahead and pick it up. When uh, Liberation popped up on Steam, I for sure bought that. PS3, you've got games called Super Motherload and is that Snakeball? Okay. On something called a PS Vita, you have games called Downwell and Level 22. Uh, people love Downwell, so I would grab that. I, uh, I think I would have to play that on PC if I wanted to play it, but Downwell is supposed to be super cool, and all the footage I've seen looks like it's a lot of fun, so grab that. We are uh, just under 15 minutes here. This is going to be a short show this time. I didn't know how much news content to grab for a, <laughs> for a you know, 20, 25 minute show. These are going to get longer as time goes on. But for now, this is our first end of week show during a two show week. So please bear with me. Uh, let me know what kind of stuff you would like to be updated on in the future or if you find these stories interesting or if uh, if it's not great, don't tell me that because that would just be hurtful. In the meantime, I would love if you guys would go find the show on iTunes, subscribe if you want to be notified when new shows are live. Uh, CodeWritePlay.com is the home of the podcast. You can find us on Twitter at CodeWritePlay. We're on Facebook as well. There are a million ways to get in touch, and thank you to those who do get in touch. I love hearing from everybody. Uh, this is a community activity. I love hearing from people, and and while we're at it, I, I wrote a short a short post for a friend of mine who just released his indie game Train, and he's also doing a, a, a Gamma Sutra series about the game's development and its four year story from start to finish. So uh, keep checking out my my blog at CodeWritePlay to find out what other kind of stories we talk about. I, I write about all kinds of things that just move me or catch my attention. I'd love for you to check that stuff out as well. And it's almost all indie focused. The people behind those bodies of work for sure appreciate it. And it's been such a positive experience and I'll do as much of that as I am able. So, okay, that's the end of our first news show. So you guys keep playing. I'm Todd Mitchell. I'll catch you next week. Thanks. Thanks.